Welcome to an all-new episode of the BJ Robbins Project. We are all in isolation. We are all quarantined. We are to stay away from large groups of people. A lot of people are bored right now. So, good thing is, we still have podcasting. Something for you guys to listen to and do. A lot of teachers out there uh, with no students. A lot of teachers sitting at home. Talked to one earlier, day drinking. Not that that's a bad thing. So, shout out to Roller. I know he's a uh, a friend of ours from Married with Children. And uh, he is the principal. So, I know he's got a lot on his plate. Shout out to him. He's still doing his shows. Um, getting a little little sketchy. Um, even myself, who's, who's going to be working from home as of starting Friday. I um, just read a report of a county that's basically shutting down non-essential whatever depends on what on the list is that the essentials was like uh, the dollar store that is essential to me gotta love the dollar store so a lot of people going out their minds in the home spending time with their kids all your cute little pictures you post throughout the year now you have to deal with those kids on a daily basis and you can't wait for school to go back so shout out to all the teachers who have to take care of those kids and shout out to those teachers and sometimes those teachers are the ones that really look out for those kids. So I um, just want to get that out of the way. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, hope everybody's doing somewhat healthy. I know this is a very interesting time. We've never been through. I'm 40 years old and never been through something like this. So hopefully we can slow this down, get back to normal. But it's going to be uh, pretty interesting because now people have to have social skills and be able to like the, the couple of the memes have been going around is one is about like all the kids that are going to come out of this because of boredom. But my theory was how many people are going to end up divorced because they actually have to talk to each other in the house, especially if they both have to work from home. <laughs> I find that quite interesting. So make sure you check in on everybody, uh, see how everybody's doing. So just pop, thought I'd pop into the old studio. That's one good thing I'm able to do is hop in the studio and blessed to have one, be able to put some content out for you. Um, <clears throat> today is Wednesday, um, March 18th over the weekend. Um, Saturday we went to, um, Gatlinburg. M my wife had got a deal where it was like 58, $58. We get to say Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, but it's one of those where you have to go to, it's like a timeshare. Basically it's not really like a timeshare, like the way that you get a deed or whatever. So, I realized I used to go to Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge as a kid. It was like real cool putt-putt, sky lifts and coasters and all that cool stuff. The most exciting part to me was besides hanging out with my family because we stayed in one room, two beds, two teenage boys, me and my wife. So we had a lot of fun. And favorite part I had was going to the outlet mall because it's huge. Um, that was the most exciting part I had besides the food. So, but the funny part was, um, so on Monday, um, we left a day early, um, wanted to get back with work. A lot of things changing for a lot of us. So, but we had to go to this, um, pitch meeting, right? So part of it, in order for you to get the deal, if not, you have to pay full price for the room it was like two fifty a night. So we would, you know, it'd been like 800 bucks for three, the three days. So we had to go listen to this sales pitch, aggressive sales pitch. First of all, the guy that's doing it, very nice guy. But he was cross-eyed, like really bad. And at times I didn't know if he was talking to my wife or me. So there's times I wouldn't answer him. And, and I was like, oh, you're talking to me. So I kind of felt like a dick a little bit. 
because I was like, ooh, I think Tom's talking to me. I don't remember his name. Very nice guy. And so they go through and <clears throat> walk you through everything and then show you everything. And during this, it, it was supposed to be an hour and a half, so from 12.30 um, to 2 is what we're supposed to be there. So we got there at 12.15. About 12.35, we got started. We didn't get out of there till like, th after 3 o'clock or so. It was ridiculous. So we're, so we're sitting there, he's going over these pamphlets and all this other stuff, this books. You see all these people around, and I started looking around, and I had on jeans and a sweater. My wife had a nice outfit on. Like, we did not fit this demographic whatsoever. Like, everybody was wearing mossy oak, denim shirts, um, some kind of hat that had some kind of ammo on it. And I was like, man, I do not fit in this place. I am not your demographic. So, and then... He walks us around the park, the amenities and everything it has. And I'm like, I don't want to do any of this stuff. And so he walks us to the cabin. The cabins are beautiful. I don't remember the name of the place, but they were beautiful. Well done. They burned up in the fire a few years ago and they rebuilt them. It's, it's just beautiful. Just beautiful, right? So, and we're in the last room. And, he, and so it's just him me and my wife and he's talking about it and he's like well how do you feel like this like i would never want to come here and i was like i'm not a like i don't like this town like this is town not that i don't like the town but this town's not for me like i don't want to do this stuff first of all way too much trump 2020 stuff hanging in the, in, in the window not that i'm anti-trump or anti this but i was like they have a certain certain demographic they were going for which is nra camo right wing not a lot of diversity down there in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. There just wasn't. So, and I was like, I, I just, this is not a town I would want to go to. And I was like, my kids went, he's like, well, you know, this is something in the best being your kids. Like my kids wouldn't want to come to this town. <clears throat> my kids want to go to the beach. They want to go to Miami. They want to go to like LA, New York. They want to go to like cool places. And he brought up Branson and I was just like, are you, are you not reading the room? Like, I don't want to go to Branson. I don't want to watch the Osmond scene or whatever else is out there. Funny thing about Branson, if you watch them, <clears throat> the movie, she's out of your league. They talk about Branson and it's pretty funny. So, and, and so we're walking through and he's still talking. He's still asking. Hey, he's, I was like, no, it's beautiful. Like I, I won't knock it. I mean, fireplace, beautiful TVs, top of the line amenities. There's someone was cooking cookies in a room, whatever. I just want to get out of there, but I wasn't being rude or short or anything like that. A couple times I had to take a call or whatever. And so we went back into um, their cafeteria type area, sit down and he goes, I haven't looked at this binder all day and I've been in sales for a very long time. And so it's my wife and he was like, ah, he, he's like, which one would you like? I was like, if we ever did one of this ever, and which I'm saying I'm not, it would be a one bedroom, one bedroom cabin. You know, it's a fold out couch on, there's a fold out couch plus a king size bed, full kitchen, whatever. And he's like, ah, all the one, uh, all the one bedrooms were sold out. And he's like, I didn't look at my binder today. You know, we get this every morning. This binder is an old school. It's a, it's not old school, but it's a plastic spiral binder, which means <laughs> that's a sales trick. Cause they want you to buy the two bedrooms. Right. So, which we already see the whole time we were there, um, and upstairs for like two hours, right. Sitting up there in a cafeteria, only one person bought a cabin because you gotta think about it though. You get. $58 to, to stay downtown Gallenberg and you have to listen to a sales pitch, right? These guys do not take no for an answer. I get to the end and I'm like, 
and I, was, I said again, I was like, this is not my demographic. Like when, when I think of a vacation, I do not think about going to, they have a lot of uh, Ripley's, Ripley's Believe It or Not. I don't look at playing putt-putt. I don't, I don't look at doing any of that stuff. I don't want to go look at antiques. It's just not something I do. I was like, I am, I go, sir, take a look around you and take a look at us. Do we, we do not fit your demographic. And he's like, well, I have a cabin here. And I was like, I'm not saying we can't be friends. I'm just saying is I don't, I wouldn't want to stay here. Like, this is not something that I really want to do. And so then he has to bring over the manager. His name is Mario. Very attractive man. Right. And, it's, and he was what's called, I got to get a manager. So he brings his manager over. And then what he does is the manager's like, Hey, what if I do this? What if I do? I was like, it's not about the money. I'm like, I would not I'm like, this is not a good investment for us to come down here for a week or two. Like I wouldn't want to be here. And he's like, well, I got this. I have this. I, I mean, they are just relentless. Like I see why people like whatever you want, just, just buy it, you know? And he goes, well, why'd you come down here? And I was like, and I was like, well, my wife wanted to. He's like, well, how much you pay? And I was like, $58. He's like, well, what else? I was like, no, it's $58. We pay for our food and gas. Like, it's $58. Then we have to come here and, you know, listen to you guys, you know, talk about why we should buy this place. And <laughs> I had to say it again. I was like, Mario, the, we're not your demographic. It's not about the money. Like, I have no desire to come here. They're like, well, do kids like the town? And I was like, no, like I told him, they don't like this town. They're ready to go home. Like, this, we're not the right people. And, um, so he showed me like six different offers, kept blowing it out. And I was like, I was like, dude, and I'm like, dude, this could be free. And I still, you can give me a week for free here and then tell me I have to pay for the week or what. And I was like, no, it doesn't matter. Then, so they leave and he was like, I was like, Hey, I have a call at four of my job. Can we, you know, can we wrap this up? Yeah. We were there from 12, 15 to four. I'm sorry. So, and then this other guy comes over. He's like, well, I'm from corporate. <laughs> And then he wanted you, and then the very first part of the sales pitch, like, hey, people can't stay here. You have to own to stay here. And this guy, <laughs> then this guy's like, hey, would you want to stay here? $75 down, you can get like, and I was like, you just, they just told us that you have to buy to stay here. He's like, well, I'm from corporate. And I was like, I'm done. I was like, no, we're done. Just stamp this so we can leave. And then they give it. So we paid $58 and they gave you $50 at the end just to sit through it. So we spent $8 for uh, got there Saturday at five left Monday at seven. So fifty ball, $50 for us to stay there. And then we just paid for our, our gas and our food. So that part of the country is so different. And I spent a lot of time down here as a kid. Um, cause I told him, I was like, my mother would think she's in heaven being here. I said, my aunts and my uncles love this place. It is just not for me. It's not. I have nothing wrong with any of the country stuff. It was great. The food was phenomenal, but I am not a type of guy that I don't know. I don't want to go horseback riding. Like I don't mind wake. I wouldn't mind waking up, having a cup of coffee on a deck out in the mountains. And that's fine. But like with a little bit more, um, space in between, not where people's on top of you. And then that's why I don't like and he showed us the water park. They have a beautiful water, indoor water thing there. And he was like, this is great. And I was like, yeah, it is. Except for look at all these ratty kids running around. And they're ratty parents that are not paying attention. And like, no, I don't know. 
And he, and he was like, well, we have a Starbucks. You do look like a Starbucks. And I was like, I'm not paying $6 for coffee, man. That's just not me. Like, I drink regular black coffee. So I was like, I am different. And, and then, oh, before we wrapped it up with Mario and, and the cross-eyed guy, and he was just like, you know, don't you want to get away? And I was like, see, that's where the problem is. And I was like, you've, we've created this culture of that we need to, like Disneyland, we need to pay you five grand for happiness. You know how silly that sounds? I was like, so people are so miserable at their own home that they have to pay $5,000 to go to the happiest place on the earth. I was like, that's asinine. I was like, none of this, none of that matters. Yes, it creates memories, but I had said I had more fun in that room with my boys and, and my boys doing nothing in this ratty room. I said, by the way, you shouldn't dog other places. Like, that's not very good. It's uh, that's not what you should do. It sells. It turns other people off because you're saying that I'm staying at a shithole when. I'm telling you, I had a great time there. So that that kind of turned me off a little bit. But I was like, none of this matters. I was like, so to me, waking up at my house, having breakfast with my kids, something that I have really had to do because of our jobs, to me, that's something that's cool. Or waking up, having a cup of coffee with my mom, to me, that's cool. That's something that, you know, when I said my dad passed away in 2018, and I'm like, none of this shit matters. Like, I, I don't need to have a cabin. I don't need to have any of this stuff. Like I just need to make sure we take care of our people that are in front of us when we need to. And I was like, don't you understand that? I was like, why do I need to pay you money to escape from my life? I, I'm so, I really enjoy my life. Well, you need to get away from the, the uh, monotony. I was like, I have a studio. I go over there. I create content. I produce podcasts. That's my passion. That to me, that's getting away from the monotony. So, they still can't. They, they just kept firing at you. So if you ever do that, <clears throat> well, you have to be sit there through a hostile pitch. It remind me of uh, the, the. I think they were trained by Glenn Gary Ross. If you've ever seen that, put the coffee down. Coffee's for closers. What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. So yeah, that's how I spent my trip. But it was fun. I mean, um, listen to Bert all the way back up. Um from uh, Tennessee to Indiana, but this, we were we were excited at midnight, thought this new one was coming out, but it didn't come out, so we didn't get to watch the new one. So I'm excited to watch that one. Because so, I know a lot of people right now are like, I have nothing to do at home. And find something to do. Like There's plenty of stuff to do. You don't have to go somewhere. And I know people have been acting like savages over toilet paper, hand sanitizer. And we show that we are the supposed to be the the most um, civilized, advanced country in the world. Nah, bro. Look how you act when when a uh, panic happens. You guys act like savages, and then and then you tape everything. Um, think of others for a change. So now you know why uh, ordering became so big and pickup and, and delivery services because no one wants to go around you people. You guys are idiots. And first of all, you're not going to run out of toilet paper. How big is your asshole that you have to have that much toilet paper for like two people? I get the food and I get the shutdown. And you're thinking all that stuff, but like just plan accordingly. You, you plan ahead, but everybody flips out. And that's what create, creates panic. That creates anxiety. Um, and, you know, in, in a lot of cases, the worst part about this is, is, is the service people who can't be able to work. They're not going to be able to, you know, restaurants go inside, get tips. So make sure... You know, you if you're going to go somewhere, try to do local, get local food, local restaurants, try to help those guys out, help those, help those out as much as you can. And people that are doing DoorDash and then, um, 
what's the other one? Uber Eats, you know, make sure you tip those guys too. take care of everybody. So, cause, um, it's definitely a weird time, um, that we've been in and any, and you've seen, there's been an over-exaggeration of a lot of things because you go through and you look at social media and, and you're reading everything. I mean, I think every day around noon or one, uh, the president and his group get on there and tell us what's really going on. Uh, I mean, today they add something on every, every day, but I mean, you guys, we, um, um, you see a lot of people reading social media and, and taking it for what it's worth. And, and you can't, you got, you got critical thinking, look at it. Um, one of the articles that was true that came out of Baltimore, Baltimore mayor begs residents to stop shooting each other. So hospital beds can be used for patients. Way to go. Uh, way to go Baltimore way to, um, um, proud of you. Really proud of you. Yeah. Stop shooting everybody. So people that are actually sick and people that got sick. So, um, that can be helped out there. So it's kind of ridiculous the way we do it. Gas is low though. Um, gas is low. And can we stop with the puns already? Um, this one just said, instead of my Sharona is my Corona. Come on, stop it. Stop it. Um, So, and this is a pretty cool thing uh, with, with the school, with this girl. Um, I would like to offer help to anyone that is uncomfortable heading out in these uncertain times. I will still be heading to work five days a week. I promise I'm a crazy hand sanitizer, but if you need anything, prescriptions, food, let me know. She put her phone number on there. Um, shout out to a uh, Adrian Grisly Pharaoh. That's pretty cool. Um... So, and, and good things like that come out and you're seeing a lot of people do live videos, playing music, just something to take your mind off stuff. But like I said, shout out to everybody that's in the healthcare field right now. Cause I know <clears throat> it's not going the way we want it to go. And it, and when people start flipping out, they have a tendency to go overboard and not have any respect for anything else that's going around them. Um, And then I think even, um, like a lot of people like, uh, starting, I think, like I said, Friday, then I'm actually working from home. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's weird. I mean, it's really weird. And, and we see the death tolls and like, we need to make the curve. We need to isolate now. And they're now they're talking about stimulus. That was the biggest argument today. If you didn't, if you don't like my president, how can you take his money? I was like, I didn't like my father, my real father, but I still took the, the child support. Someone's going to give me money. I'm going to take money. I mean, I have some morals, but come on. Yeah. And, and I know people not working. And then some places are working with them with their rent and other places not working with them with the rent. I mean, it, it, it all depends. God, could you imagine being in, if you're about to break up with you and your boyfriend about to break up, you guys live in a hotel to, or hotel, you guys live in an apartment, to, apartment together and it's a mandatory quarantine and, and you have to be stuck in there with them for like 90 days, 30 days, whatever it is. And you, and you realize you can't go anywhere and you're stuck with that person day in, day out. 
I shouldn't laugh at it, but I think it's kind of funny. And like I said, um, the, the Simpsons always on the 1993 episode that came out with talking about the virus and stuff. But even casinos closed. The one down from us in Shelbyville closed. It was unreal. Um, a lot of concert closed. Sports is done. Everything like that. They're saying there's nothing on TV. Um, uh, there's plenty of stuff on plenty of stuff, and but I mean, I I think we don't realize uh, how good we had it. I mean, we really do. I mean, we, we you know with the freedoms that we have, and then now we're upset because we have to stay in the house and hang out with the people we love. Well, in most cases, I know just talked about being stuck in a bedroom or ba- or a place with someone you might not love and. Um, we just can't take things for, oh, here it is right here. This it's a fake tweet. Obviously it says from Donald J. Trump. Yes. I ordered the treasury and secretary to send checks to Americans. First ever will go through your social media history. For the last four years in search for any post with not my president in it. I think I wouldn't think of offending you with a check. I'm not your president. MAGA. To me, come on, come on. It's not like he did not handle this as well at all. I mean, that, I mean, um, Matt from Highly Inappropriate put out a, um, an article, I think it was yesterday or today. Um, check them out, Highly Inappropriate. Um, but it was this magazine, it was uh, a website I went through and read it, how South Korea handled it. It's because they had so much testing available right away. So because people that weren't showing symptoms could get them, the, that way they knew who had it and go from there. South Korea, um, did not, um, do the, you know, mandatory, um, let me see if I can find it here real fast. South Korea preserved the open society and now infectious rates are going down. So this was the article I had. I think this is a great article. It's from AIER, American Institute for Economic Research. I want to zoom in on this real fast so I can kind of read some of it because it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um, so let me go through and stop it. I already signed up for that. Um, what's the better for dealing with pandemic disease, martial law, quarantines imposed by the state, quarantine, according to geography, or keeping society open while trusting medical professionals, individuals, families, and communities to make intelligent decisions? A month ago, such questions would have been purely hypothetical, but the answer in the United States would have been settled. After all, this country of law with a Bill of Rights, limits on state power, and essential trust and freedom, right? Uh, how times could change, how a, how times change in a crisis, mayors and governors around the country are imposing quarantines, not because they work, but because they don't want to be blamed for failing to act. So let's consider essential questions. What works? South Korea has been a steady decrease in coronaviruses for the later, latter half of the week. The country had the fourth most cases coronaviruses in the world. There were no geographic quarantines enforced by armed guards said the sole focus was widespread testing and isolating the sick. After averaging over 500 new cases per day back to the last week of February, between Friday and Sunday, the total numbers um, 438, 368, 367, 248, according to the Korea Center for Disease Control, 
How is without deploying the military imposing widespread enforced quarantines to spread the coronavirus in South Korea? Um, apparently slowing. Actually, there's a better question. Uh, why should the U.S. copy China rather than South Korea? The United States is in the deep and throes of lectures east and a president, and so invoking the Constitution Declaration Independence are recurrent, if not coherent. Of course, uh, talk is generally cheap, and the cheaper one comes from the mouth of politicians. That's true. As is in the time of crisis, the veracity of one's commitment to liberty and human rights is laid bare. The difference between the U.S. and China is that China makes no pretense of reverence for liberty nor the violates evolution of individual rights. South Korea is leveraging private party rights to thwart the spread of the virus with building owners posting and forcing no mass, no entry. Just imagine how many Americans react to be turned away to denied service from a favorite destination as the sole discretion of the proprietor. Yeah, we'd flip out. Drive through testing. <laughs> this is the part that made me laugh. Drive through testing stations have been set up nationwide through which individuals after 10 minute tests are notified within a few hours and infected. A voluntary self diagnosis phone app was created in the early stages of the pandemic and living and treatment centers set up in soft quarantine spirit. Mostly through South Korea are acting based on their experience with the H1N1 pandemic in 2009. They're washing their hands frequently, making an effort to touch their faces, wearing masks and social distancing to the extent possible. The level of personal technology access in South Korea makes the latter part eminently um, practicable, giving the unique of the video telecommunications to other technology. Huh. It is true that certain aspects of South Korea handling of the outbreak nevertheless infringes upon individual rights, in particular where privacy is concerned, using camera surveillance and tracking the cell phone. Banking activity eventually likely inflicted with the coronavirus is grossly in violation of libertarian principles, but the prevailing point is that we are far softer touch, vastly more respectful than individual citizens than anywhere else, creating our own punitive uh, bastion of freedom. The South Korean government has brought... Uh, about superior outcomes than the heavier handed a third measure of china italy the u.s and virtually every other <sighs> that's where I, that's where i looked at right there so the key part in that is testing and, and that's why i brought that up the key part was testing um and if you look at it the the test per million rate is thousands higher than the u.s so yeah people have it there no and if they stay home we could have done it to people uh wish we had but see that that's where the problem was we didn't uh we kept saying that it wasn't an issue wasn't an issue wasn't an issue and guess what it is it is an issue it's a big issue and now we're trying to make up for it by um instead of being reactive we are being proactive right now and look where proactive is getting us it's not getting us anywhere where we need to be at i i, I mean i really don't know what to say honestly um i think we could have done a lot more than what we did and now we're paying for it right now and so many comments about it and it's um it's sad it's really sad to see how people are um are doing it and and I, I mean we shouldn't show anything in anybody's um anybody's face or anything like that and this is and, and i think this is something that's good do not change your behavior to avoid being affected assume you're affected and change your behavior to avoid transmitting that's one way to look at it really um but people stocking up on ammo 
that's a little uh ooh. <sighs> the things that bothered me the most is is when people talked about martial law and people talked about you know getting away with what they want to get away with when we do close these businesses early and, and people going in and try to break into them um Just shit like this. Put in perspective, if the coronavirus shuts down Planned Parenthood, even for one day, it will save more lives than it took. Wow. So, sorry for the pause. I was reading this. It's from our old buddy, Jim Lucas, but truth, educating the liberals. Um, and this guy's picture is hilarious. He has on a cricket hat. I think he has a neck tattoo. Not that I'm judging that. But this guy says, what does Planned Parenthood do besides abortions? Um, this other person put a low-cost BCP. And maybe while well, woman visits, there are 60 to 650 Planned Parenthood clinics in the U.S. There are over 11,000 low-cost, friendly-funded health clinics that offer more services than Planned Parenthood. The only reason to keep Planned Parenthood open is to keep doing abortions. Women have alternatives, better ones. Hmm. Someone else replied, there, there, also, there would also be hundreds, if not thousands, of undiagnosed medical issues that could lead to the death of a pregnant or even non-pregnant woman. So the women chimed in while the men were quick to do that. I I just, I don't know. This is why you should stay also. I stay on there. I, I don't take anything into to heart, but here lately on the, on the show, I've just been looking into it. Um, yeah. And by the way, our conspiracy theorist, um, Ian, uh, Ian and TC, they're two separate people. TC, I've talked to you. I want to make sure you're okay. I watched a little bit of Alex Jones today. He said something about the reptile people. I started checking out, checking out. So they're saying we're all going to be microchipped. Da 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 da. And and I get it. I I mean I get it. Um, but and they're saying this was like they couldn't get him. Um, they couldn't get Trump. Um, uh, what was it? He, they couldn't get him a Pete. So what he did was. This was a chemical, um, chemical warfare, warfare, basically that this was self-imposed. So that that's their way of getting rid of him to make him look, I mean, honestly, he does look bad at the response. I mean, we put Pence in charge. He did such a great job in Scott County. Um, yeah, by the way, can we get some... T can we get some taco trucks like ice cream trucks rolling around? I think that'd be good. I really think that'd be good. I love me some taco trucks. I've been watching way too much of the news. Yeah, even some of the podcasts are shutting down. A lot of the com comedy friends, comedy buddies are shutting down. It's uh really sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the spring breakers, and they're like, come on, brah. 
like I'm young, bruh. And they're like, well, you could take it back to you know someone else. And they're like, I'm good, bruh. It just makes me laugh. Um, I'm not even gonna get into that. Um, but our animals. I mean, we have a we have a dog. Uh, we have Miss Ruby. Miss Ruby is um, definitely enjoying having us home as much as we are now. So it's the, the dogs that don't know what to do themselves. The boys are home. Mom's home. I mean, me and the missus are home. The dogs are definitely enjoying this. Um, but um, I'm going to wrap up here. You know, I don't do this very long. Do you want to shout out for all the support? I was able to talk to a fan today. I hate saying that phrase, fan. Um, Briner. I think I'm saying it right. Um, you know, I said earlier about Roller. Um, he said keeping up content. You know, it helps him get through the day. That's all we need to do is get through the day and try to enjoy yourself. Try to make, you know, try to laugh. Um, maybe some day drinking, like I said earlier. You never know. Um, but just check on each other. Talk to each other. And then stay away from the nonsense. It's okay to read it, but just don't take it to heart. Like, you know, everybody talks about how we have a lot of issues in the world. The biggest issue I think we have is critical thinking. You know, we don't sit around and actually, you know, look things up for ourselves. So, so now, and it's stuff like this, you know, that just came out. The coronavirus, the coronavirus driving the current pandemic can live on plastic and stainless steel services for up to three days, researchers say in a study published as a letter to Ed in the New England Journal of Medicine. That was actually one of the questions they were asking today. They said it was airborne, and, and now it's not airborne. It's not only airborne because it's respiratory, but also it can also can be on metal and plastic for up to three days. Wipe everything down, and then quit gouging and quit. Um, I went on Amazon for the company I work for to try to you know order some supplies so everybody has some some extra ones and. They were out of what we normally buy on our list, and so I tried to look at other lists, and they were selling a three-pack of wipes that I normally buy pretty inexpensive for $60. So, fuck you. Fuck you for... T and don't give me this. It's the rule of supply and demand. You're, you're taking advantage of... You're taking advantage of things. And also, it also goes to other people that were hoarding things and then price gouging things. Um, it's It's just ridiculous. And, and it's a wonder why, you know, the, the way that we are is because people, people act the way that, that they act during these times and they don't know how to act and, um, go online, play somebody, start to, uh, go on Twitch, find someone, find something. Uh, the, I was watching someone the other day on YouTube, just is something, um, as simple as that. So. I don't know if this is true or not. The Trump administration is in discussions with the tech industry, including Facebook and Google, about how to use American cell phone location data to track the spread of the novel coronavirus. And that's kind of what the South Korean, the South Korean thing we we're kind of talking about there too was about that. Is by going in and, and tracking, and because you know, there's people just not going to do what they want. People are just going to do whatever they want to do. I mean, they are. And uh, there's a guy in Kentucky who left his house and had a surround his house because he was infected. And you know, and if somebody, um, if somebody wants to go home and not be treated, and then you know, um, risk whatever they want to risk is fine. So it's not on us. So 
Uh, quick rundown of everything here. So Mondays we still have Juice in the Morning. Um, BJ Robbins Project. Tuesday is Teen and Doe. Uh, Wednesday is Movie Review. There wasn't one out this week because I was out of town. That's why me and AP did a special episode. Check that out iTunes is being a little bit of a bitch because when I upload it, it's uploading to everything but iTunes. So I'm going to go ahead and upload this tonight so I can catch it just in case. That way I can re-upload it. Thursday is off the cuff. They are back. Calvin Devon. Um, and Friday is Uncle Buck House. So we have another couple other projects in the work. Um, if we have to work from home, me and AP are working on a few things. We also got a special project we talked about. I know it's going to be delayed a little bit about what's going on. So I appreciate your support. Check out Flyover Media. Um, I'll have to ask. I know the 29th of March we're supposed to be doing the the live episode um, downtown. So I don't know if we're doing I'll have to check to see. If we, it's only going to be four people, so it shouldn't be a reason why we can't do it. So look out for that because right now it, today is the today's the 18th. So about, uh, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. So I've been picking songs like we used to do on Smugcast and we do on movie review. I've been picking some songs to go out to. I have a cool song to go out to. This is black live MTM MTV unplugged Pearl jam. Till we speak again, stay safe kids. Oh.